0: Hi, everyone. Welcome once again to Dan1132. I'm Jim Witteveen. This is episode 46. And in this episode, I'm going to be continuing a discussion that's been ongoing in a number of previous episodes. In fact, in the very beginning of this podcast, I started out talking about propaganda. And I do believe that propaganda and the way in which our society has become Such a heavily propagandized society is one of the most important issues facing us today and one of the most vital issues for us to be prepared to face and to speak about and to speak to others about and teach others about. Because we are being bombarded by propaganda 24-7. Given the nature of our culture, given the uh, nature of the tech industry and our connection to it, the fact that we are connected at all times and the fact that the various social networks and entertainment companies and news organizations are really uh, working in such a way as to hit us with a constant stream of propaganda i believe that this at this issue is of extreme importance for us. Now, earlier this week, I was reading a book and I came across a mention of the Advertising Council. The Advertising Council uh, was formed uh, in the mid 20th century. And probably to those of you who are my age or, or even a little bit younger, will remember certain campaigns that were done by the Advertising Council or the Ad Council. Uh, You'll remember, if you've watched any American television or listened to any American radio, the the little uh, saying after the commercial that was broadcast, this uh, message was brought to you by such and such organization and the Ad Council. And some of their most famous campaigns are Smokey the Bear,
1: This is what a forest fire looks like through an animal's eyes. Please help prevent forest
0: fires. And perhaps you will also remember McGruff, the crime dog.
1: You know, the gillstraps aren't really moving. They're being robbed. These crooks know the gillstraps are out of town, so they're trying to move the gillstraps permanently. They figure they look like movers, they act like movers, so who's going to know? The Joneses. They know. Dad, aren't the gillstraps in Toledo? I think they're being robbed. Should we call the police? Call the police. See, the Joneses know if they don't tell the cops now, the Gilstraps will have to tell them later. Uh, hello, this is Harry. Meanwhile, Smith. these fellas are eating lunch, oh, about a block away. 21. Hey, hot pastrami. 25. That looks very good. Thirty-five Ten-four. How about that? Know what it takes to stop a crime? Your help and your neighbors. Find out more. Write to Box 6600 Rockville, Maryland, and help Bach uh, take a bite out of crime.
0: So let's take a look at the history of the Ad Council and a little bit more about the Ad Council from the Wikipedia entry on the Advertising Ad Council. The Advertising Council, commonly known as the Ad Council, is an American nonprofit organization that produces, distributes, and promotes public service announcements on behalf of various sponsors, including nonprofit organizations, non governmental organizations, and agencies of the United States government. The Ad Council partners with advertising agencies, which work pro bono, so free of charge, to create the public service advertisements on behalf of their campaigns. The organization accepts requests from sponsor institutions for advertising campaigns that focus on particular social issues. To qualify, an issue must be nonpartisan, although not necessarily unbiased, important, and have national relevance. The Ad Council distributes the advertisements to a network of 33,000 media outlets, including broadcast, print, outdoor, that is, billboards, bus stops, and internet, which run the ads in donated time and space. Media outlets donate approximately $1.8 billion to Ad Council campaigns annually. If paid for, this amount would make the Ad Council one of the largest advertisers in the country. Now note what it says at the beginning. Who is it? that benefits from the production of these so-called public service announcements. nonprofit organizations, non-governmental organizations, and agencies of the United States government. So this is definitely, as the book that I was reading earlier this week uh, mentioned, a propaganda wing of the government as well as other organizations. And the, the book that I was reading was published in 1962, Interestingly enough now beyond advertisements across broadcast print and digital campaign efforts often include virtual panels coalition building and information sharing president and ceo lisa sherman has referred to an evolving model that can reach americans through both on-air game and a ground game or an air game and a ground game which involves direct community engagement In 2020, the Ad Council coordinated with partners across government, media, tech, and health to disseminate messaging about social distancing, wearing masks, and staying home when possible to slow the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic. In February 2021, they announced the COVID-19 Vaccine Education Initiative in partnership with COVID Collaborative and more than 300 partners. Now, we'll hear more about that a little later, but... The uh, little section on the history of the Ad Council in the Wikipedia article says, The organization was conceived in 1941, and it was incorporated as the Advertising Council, Inc. on February 26, 1942. On June 25, 1943, it was renamed the War Advertising Council, Inc. for the purpose of mobilizing the advertising industry in support of the war effort for the ongoing Second World War. Early campaigns encouraged enlistment to the military, the purchase of war bonds, and conservation of war materials. Now, in the Advertising Council's financial statements for 2021 and 2020, it, the organization describes the nature of its operations. And it says The Advertising Council Inc., the council, is a nonprofit organization which uses its resources to undertake and manage advertising campaigns of a public service nature on behalf of government and campaign sponsors. The Council also provides consulting services that include training, research, and strategy development to organizations who look to connect with the public around social change. The Council is supported in its work by contributions from both public and private sectors. So if we take a look we've already heard one name of the people who are in charge of the ad council. If we take a look at their officers, we come across a few names, Linda Yacarino, uh, the chairman of Global Advertising and Partnerships, and she also works for NBC Universal. And the past chairman was David Fisher, who uh, until recently was the chief revenue officer for Meta, the company that was formerly known as Facebook. And also, the president and CEO is Lisa Sherman, uh, and we'll hear a little bit more about these people and uh, some of their background. So, first of all, Linda Yacarino she's the chairman, global advertising and partnerships, and NBC Universal. And this article says that she's been named chair of the Ad Council's board of directors, succeeding David Fisher the Chief Revenue Officer of Facebook. She'll serve in this role until June 30th of 2022. The article goes on to talk a little bit about the Ad Council and what the Ad Council does, what Yakarina will do as chair. And she's described as a visionary leader in the industry. Uh, she spent many years on the board, uh, uh, The Lisa Sherman, the President and CEO of the Ad Council, says and has been a true champion of the Ad Council and our work on the most important social issues facing our country. Under Linda's leadership, she continues, NBC Universal was an invaluable partner on our COVID-19 response efforts earlier this year, acting with incredible speed to develop and place exceptional creative within days of the pandemic being declared in March. I look forward to working closely together on our COVID-19 vaccine education effort as we convene the communication industry for the most significant campaign in the Ad Council's history. So Yaccarina joined the Ad Council Board of Directors in 2014, became a member of the Executive Committee in 2015, and she had previously served as Vice Chair. So she currently, it continues a little later, co-chairs the Ad Council's Crisis Response and Recovery effort with David Fisher, which raises funds for the Ad Council's ongoing response to the pandemic. So she also served on the annual dinner entertainment committee, uh, etc. So, but what when we come to one of the following paragraphs, we come across something that's quite interesting, in my opinion. In addition to her role at NBC Universal, Yakarino is the chairman of the World Economic Forum's Task Force on Future of Work, sits on Asina Retail Group's board of directors and is a member of the President's Council on Sports, Fitness, and Nutrition. Now let's take a look at Lisa, Lisa Sherman, President and Chief Executive Officer. Lisa Sherman is an innovative leader and accomplished operating executive with deep experience in the private and nonprofit sectors, over 35 years of experience, building, transforming, and growing organizations. She, as president and CEO of the Ad Council, she leads all aspects of this national institution. Working at the intersection of media, marketing, technology, entertainment, and advertising, the Ad Council convenes the world's best marketers to create public engagement campaigns. Now, Prior to being at the Ad Council, she was at Viacom, where she built a powerful media business launching and leading Logo TV, the first cable network for LGBT audiences. She also held a number of senior operating roles at Verizon, ad agency Hill Holiday, and the Women's Sports Network. She is a thought leader, frequent public speaker, and an active participant on several advisory boards, including the World Economic Forum's Information and Entertainment Stewardship Board. In addition, she is an advisor to Guild Education, an edtech unicorn preparing the workforce of today for the jobs of tomorrow and a member of the Board of Trustees at Dickinson College, her alma mater. She was recognized as a 2020 Marketer of the Year by the American Marketing Association and received the prestigious 2019 Matrix Award from New York Women in Communications. So a thought leader and uh, active participant on the World Economic Forum's Information and Entertainment Stewardship Board. Interesting, those connections. Now, as we look at some of the uh, the facts that are included in the Ad Council's uh, annual report, they say that in the fiscal twenty twenty one and twenty in fiscal twenty twenty one and twenty twenty four million seven hundred seventy five thousand six hundred sixty seven dollars and three million five hundred forty three thousand nine hundred thirty six dollars respectively have been reclassified to net assets without donor restrictions as the related restrictions have been satisfied. So there's to, to summarize it, they, they receive donations with restrictions, saying that uh, some of the donations have to be used for a certain cause, other donations are more general. At June thir- 30th, 2021, cash and cash equivalents include $17,920,932 of cash received that is limited as to its use because of donor-imposed restrictions, and which is being held in connection with the Council's Fiscal 22 Annual Dinner, Vaccine Education, Love Has No Labels, and you can imagine what that campaign is about, Workforce Ready, and STEM for Girls, so Education for Girls in Science and Technology. Also included are loan proceeds under the CARES Act Paycheck Protection Program. At June 30th, 2020, cash and cash equivalents include $4,768,305 of cash received. That is limited in its use because of donor-imposed restrictions, and which was being held in connection with the Council's fiscal 2021 annual dinner and campaign contributions, which relates to bullying prevention, which we know where bullying prevention uh, leads and has led in uh, public schools particularly, love has no labels, STEM for girls, and LGBT acceptance. So it appears that the Ad Council has come a long way since the days of Smokey Bear and McGruff the Crime Dog. And we'll see a little bit about why that is so. Here from the website, uh, Funds for NGOs, non-governmental organizations. So it's Uh, news.fundsforngos.org. The article is entitled, Ad Council and CDC New Campaign Gets Grant Support from Rockefeller Foundation. The article begins by saying the Ad Council, in collaboration with the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, launched a series of public service announcements, PSAs, emphasizing the importance of mask wearing until you're vaccinated. The campaign, supported by a grant from the Rockefeller Foundation, is an extension of the national Mask Up America campaign, which throughout the pandemic has aimed to increase compliance An acceptance of wearing masks and face coverings as one of the main prevention behaviors in order to slow the spread of COVID-19, and including vaccination, social distancing, and hand washing. In early May, the CDC eased a number of mask guidelines, stating that fully vaccinated people no longer need to wear a face mask or stay six feet apart from others in most settings. While America is currently in a sprint to get 70% of U.S. adults to at least one shot by July 4th of last year, roughly 50% of the U.S. population still has not received at least one dose. For these individuals, it is still critical for them to continue masking up until vaccinated in order to protect themselves and loved ones from COVID-19. So what do we see here? We see that two of the chief... Uh, executives of the Ad Council are intimately involved and connected to the World Economic Forum, the WEF. We see that funding comes from the uh, organizations like the Rockefeller Foundation. And what we'll see next is where the money comes from. Now, to a certain extent, it's a little bit opaque as to where the Ad Council gets all of its funds because they do get funds from government uh, organizations, from various bureaucracies, to promote campaigns uh, which are included in their budgets but not uh, included in the income for the Ad Council. But when it comes to non-governmental funders, the contributors list is very telling indeed. The organizations that have donated more than 700,000 dollars during the 2020-2021 fiscal year are Facebook, Google, and Verizon. On the 300,000 to 699,999 level are Apple, Comcast, NBC Comcast, NBC Universal, and Effect TV, Microsoft, Pfizer Inc, Pivotal Ventures, and Salesforce, and then from the three hundred thousand to three hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollar level, Adobe, Deloitte, Johnson and Johnson, Target, TikTok, and Twitter. So look at that that list of donors who is contributing to the Ad Council and these supposed public service announcements that they fund. Well, we have the big tech giants, obviously Facebook, Google. Uh, Microsoft, Apple, uh, TikTok, and Twitter, the social networks and the uh, tech companies. Uh, We also have, interestingly enough, the big pharma giants, Pfizer, Inc., and on the top list of donors, Uh, Johnson & Johnson also on that list of donors. So here we have... A nonprofit organization, the Ad Council, funded by uh, government and funded by private donors, placing ads on thousands of uh, stations, TV stations, and radio stations, as well as on the internet, spreading the message around. Uh, but who is funding this and who is running the show? Well, what we see here at the very least is a massive conflict of interest and at worst, a deliberate means of these companies promoting their own products. So one of the the large propaganda organizations in the United States, and therefore it has reach around the world as well because of that, has these definite conflicts of interest, uh, is working to promote certain agendas based on this funding, and is really... Uh, contributing to the mass of propaganda that anyone who's exposed to the mainstream media, the corporate media, will be exposed to. If you're listening to the radio, if you're watching television and American TV shows, you will see these ads. Now, it's been a while since I've watched any uh, commercial television or listened to commercial radio, but growing up, of course, uh, I had listened and seen a lot of the Ad Council's work, and I imagine it's continuing as stations have time which they haven't sold to advertisers, to paying advertisers, they donate that time, and I believe that they will also receive, because of those donations, uh, certain tax benefits because of that. What I'm wanting to emphasize here is that these public service announcements are not genuinely done in the public service and that should be clear to us and as we are exposed to these things and as we look into the background of the organizations that do this kind of work it should make it very clear that there is a greater agenda at play so at the beginning of this episode we heard from smoky bear and we heard from mcgruff the crime dog well now let's hear from the more modern ad council and one of the ads that was placed in the past two years
1: our fellow americans right now the covid 19 vaccines are available to millions of americans and soon they will be available to everyone the science is clear these vaccines will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease they could save your life so we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you That's the first step to ending the pandemic and moving our country forward. It's up to you.
0: Now, this ad is very telling, and it's very telling on a number of levels. It's telling on on the, the level of the three presidents who are speaking as a united front to promote a certain issue, and it's very telling because it is promoted by the Ad Council, which is funded by pfizer the tech giants and Johnson & Johnson, as well as the United States government. So what are we to believe? Are we to accept this message? And and I would say most definitely not. Are we to question the veracity, the truthfulness of such a message? Yes, absolutely. Are we to be on guard against this kind of propaganda and also help others to understand that these are not simply disinterested people who are giving of themselves freely in order to help us to understand the issues of the day. Yes. Now, knowing what we know, and and, and it doesn't take a lot of research to look into these things, we know that the leaders of this organization have connections with one of the leading international organizations, the World Economic Forum, uh, which has not got governing authority but has influence among the elites around the world. We see that donations are being made by the so called nonprofit foundations, such as the Rockefeller Foundation, and I'm sure you'll also find on the list. The uh, of supporters of campaigns, the Aspen Institute, the Ford Foundation, the Carnegie Foundation, and the, and the various uh, other foundations that do this kind of work, and we also see that the funding for this comes directly from the organizations that will benefit the most from the implementation of programs, be- and and behaviors. And changes of mindset that are, that are being encouraged by these propaganda campaigns. So it's an eye-opener to do a little bit of look, a little bit of a look and a little bit of research into organiza- organizations such as the Ad Council, because it shows us that there is a, an agenda at work behind the scenes. To bring this propaganda to the masses. And the first step to stand up against this propaganda is awareness. So in this brief episode, I just wanted to bring a little bit of awareness to the Ad Council. So the next time you hear or see an ad from the Ad Council, you'll know where it's coming from. And you'll know what the possible agendas behind the messages that you're hearing are are and you'll be equipped to reject it and also to help others to do the same So this is just a, a brief episode for this week and I'm, I thank you for for joining me and I hope that this has been helpful and we'll also give you uh, more information on on things to look for on things to consider when you hear messages that come to you, as public service announcements under the guise of public service announcements, which are actually propaganda messages. An example of the propaganda society in which we live and the tentacles of the octopus that are behind the scenes in bringing these things to our uh, our TV screens and to our radios and to our our computer screens and, and smartphones. And so that we can be equipped... To stand firm and to take action and to help equip other people to do the same. So awareness is the key. Knowing that this propaganda war is taking place and knowing uh, who is behind the, the the machinations of the the propaganda machine will help us to uh, to understand and to stand against this propaganda onslaught with which we are constantly being bombarded. So if you want more information on propaganda, check out some of the the first episodes uh, of the Dan 1132 podcast, either on Rumble or on Anchor or Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or wherever it is that you find your podcast. And if you find this helpful, please do pass it on as well and uh, let other people know Uh, about this information which i believe is very important and information that we also must pass on to our children to help to equip them as well so until next time may god bless you and may god help us all to stand firm and to take action